Hey everyone, this is Evan from Where the Mises Guys coming to bring you a little message that I think needs to be expressed um, succinctly here. So I'll do my best. We are a uh, podcast that has started from the ground up and I personally am someone who has loved Transformers all his life. They're important to me, the mythos, the toys, the, the whole legacy that's brought to my life. My friends on here all have their love as well. Boo, Andres, even Ed. I think it's coming around. But if you could do us a huge favor, and if you're watching on YouTube, give us a thumbs up, you know, um, subscribe. That's huge. And, uh, you know, share, share the link with friends. And if you're listening on podcast, uh, give us a good review if you wouldn't mind. Um, and, you know, send us a message, whatever, you know, come to the Discord, whatever you want to do. We really enjoy doing this, but also we've come to really enjoy engagement with uh, fellow fans. And fellow people who just find the uh, podcast. So, and in closing, I want to say thanks for being here and, uh, you know, help us spread the message. All right. Thanks. Bye. Hey, everyone. Welcome to More Than Meets These Guys. This podcast is a journey through Transforms from the beginning of the anime series with two old friends coming out from different perspectives. Together, we will go episode by episode with the occasional extra to look at how the show holds up or if it's a trap of nostalgia. We'll be looking at all things involved in the episode, whether they were real-world factors that crept in the writing or if the episode is typical afternoon cartoon fodder. I'm Evan. I'm a lifelong fan who's familiar with all aspects of the franchise. Well, Ed here, he's familiar with Transformers, but there's really nothing he ever got into. So thanks for joining us. And how you doing, dude? Oh, man, I'm broken. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm having a rough week. My, my, my uh, age is catching up with my body at this point, and I'm, I'm just <laughs> falling apart. It's, uh, I'm, I'm in constant, like, every limb hurts. I'm in constant pain. Um, but that's not important. That's not, that's not important. What's, what's important here is I need to know how much expose you listen to, uh, since a lot we talked about expose and, Man. uh, in vogue and the Mary Jane girls last week, did mm. you listen to, so well, something I found out that I didn't realize. Okay. And, um, uh, that little micro genre of music is like, cause I've always just called it like girl, like R and B or whatever. Yeah. But it, it had a name though. Like in the eighties, it had a name. It was it was called High Energy, but it was High NRG. High Energy, dude. That's a great segue. There is yeah. a band on the um, the Transformers the movie nineteen eighty six soundtrack named NRG. No kidding. Are they High Energy? Yeah, it's pretty high energy, but now uh, well, it's it's very hair metal uh, high energy. But anyway. Oh no, 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 that, yeah, that's not that, that's not high. That's not like high. No, energy. it's energy. It's like okay, like uh, the song "Let the Music Play" by Shannon. You know, that's kind of the, the like the the, yeah. the the go to of that of that genre or whatever. But uh, <laughs> I listened to a whole bunch of expose this week, and but see, here's what here's where I got weird though is like um, I, I just kind of put their like a like a mix of like their videos on because like they're my favorite. They're like they're like my guilty pleasure favorite. You know, favorite band of that. Of that. I get that. Like I, I legitimately dig that music, even though I realize it's not in my, it's not in my wheelhouse. Not my, it's not my, it's not my thing. I mean, look at me. I mean, if you're not on, if you're not watching on YouTube out there, you need to be watching YouTube and look at what a, a dirt bag I look like. Um, I yeah, I was gonna say anything, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, uh, uh, to, to pull back the curtain here, uh, to real world factors here. I just got back from uh, from a jujitsu class, and I am a sweaty mess. And uh, um, but yeah, I, I get it. Well, I got to hand it to you. At least you're not like in the mid mid twenties, Ed, with the uh, bowl cut like um, bangs and stuff. That was a Jackie Chan mullet. I had it was a kung fu mullet. I had back then. <laughs> Is that what you're gonna call it? Yeah, a kung fu mullet. Yeah, I was trying to go for Jackie Chan from. Um, I wanted Jackie Chan's hair from uh, from Drunken Master. 
That was the exact haircut I was going for. Uh, well, pull the curtain back a bit. Um, we we used to like all hang like kind of a. Our, our friend had a uh, comic shop. We used kind of like hang there and game and stuff. And uh, at one point, you know, there's a there's a someone said something about the uh, the the Ed uniform. It was a, a white T-shirt and like t-shirt. camo shorts. Camo shorts, yeah, camo or green shorts, yeah. That um, was uh, yeah, that was the Ed. And like, you had that haircut, man, the Jackie Chan yeah. uh, mullet. Jackie Chan, yeah, the, yeah, the kung fu, the kung fu mullet. But uh, <laughs> yeah, so, but anyway, so I, yeah. I put these expose, I put these expose videos on, and I just put like a like a playlist on while I was working, and and they just played through every video. And like in my like I hadn't seen this video since like I was probably like fifteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. But like I remember like I remember the expose just being like these like hot like like hot eighties women, and yeah. um and, and like I'm watching and I'm, I'm like they just kind of look like TV moms. <laughs> I mean, they're not like unattractive women, but like, like, uh, like I remember. Claire Huxtable. Yeah, well, yeah. The, the the lead singer is looks kind of um, Huxtable esque, but then there's there's like like one of the backups because there was three women in that in that group. Yeah. Like, um, and like the, the lead lady looked, you know, she was kind of Huxtable esque. Um, but then the the one is like is like Italian and like you know she's probably like most conventionally like hot of the of the three. But then like there's the other one that just looks like she just looks like. Like that, that over eager, like mom, like a like a like a like a growing pains. Okay, mom. okay, I got you. Yeah, yeah, and, and it, I was just like, huh, like that, like <laughs> that's, that's it, like that's 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 all you got, like uh, just it's like you're just a your TV mom, um, which is it's fine, but uh, I mean, it was just it really wasn't what I was expecting. I was expecting like these like Miami Vice women. Well, yeah. The, the, honestly, and, man. I, okay, I know you have a huge aesthetic love for like the Miami Vice kind of feel. I do. Um, if you guys don't know, um, Ed usually like he does a aesthetic of the day, and there's a huge portion of that was very uh, Miami Vice. So I could totally get that 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 draw to that. And um, so yeah, I mean, I I totally get that. And there's some things like you know, I mean, guilty pleasures are a kind of a weird thing. Um, I mean. Let's be honest. Honestly, transformers are a guilty pleasure of mine. Are and, they guilty uh, we, I don't think they're a guilty pleasure because it's not like I, I don't know that you can really count that because it's like when I say guilty pleasure, I mean something that like you know it's bad, but like you know you. Still, oh yeah, like, that's a good point. I mean, well, this this current episode we're going to go on is a guilty pleasure. But um, speaking of that, the, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you're you're a friend, our, our friend JB. Um, he loves the movie Crawl. That. He likes that a is, lot of bad movies. He, he does. Likes a ton of, of conventionally bad movies, and and yeah. Uh, and yeah, Kroll is real bad. bad. I like movie. it. So yeah, Kroll's terrible, but I like it. Yeah. So well, yeah, well, like honestly, it's, you know, obsessively, Dune, David Lynch's Dune is a bad version of Dune. I love it. Uh, I'll agree with both of those statements. It's um, yeah, it's uh, it, it, I mean, it's not a terrible adaptation of Dune for the most part. Like the first two thirds aren't a terrible adaptation of Dune, but it's just a bad movie. Yeah, well, it is that. But uh, I, I grew up with that thing. I, I loved it. I had the uh, the um, trade paperbacks. And, you know, I, at the time they didn't call them trades. It was like the um, I gotta say, illustrated magazines of the uh, uh, like you know the movies. But uh, yeah, there there's things we think about in our daily lives that are you know are, are really guilty pleasures. I mean, you know, I I I will easily get you know like you were talking about expose. I will easily get listening to um, you know, like Queensrÿche which aren't really a good band and uh they they have really good stuff there's like an album that's really good after that it kind of just falls off 
but you know when i when i i think about the music i start you know, i know it really by heart it was a huge thing in my teen years i listened to a lot of it and uh you know honestly it's 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 you know there besides a little portion in the middle it's not really great and uh things that he came with later were kind of awful but you know, it's still one of the things like i can go back and I'll listen to it and i can enjoy it and like i mean i was collecting the uh the remastered you know things because at a point in the uh late 90s early aughts everyone got remastered versions of their um of these albums that came out that was where they just go and they make everything louder than it was before they do and they they, they put a couple like songs in the end like we are gonna need these live songs like they did a uh, scarborough fair which oh, no. i love that song i love scarborough really? fair oh no oh dude come on no no i don't like i don't like simon and garfunkel i don't like simon and garfunkel dude, okay that's that's why you don't like fleet foxes like i do okay i get that it makes sense so I love that neo folk. Well, actually, I then it would be folk sound, but that like a neo folk sound too. But um, they they did like a version of it. It was so melodramatic. It was yeah. kind of cringy melodramatic. I like it, but it's like guilty pleasure of mine. Like that way. I mean, like what things do you have that you have like are there guilty pleasures? See, Besides. reflexively, reflexively, I want to say pro wrestling, but I don't like that. I, I don't like that. Uh, I don't like that answer because um, I I think like. I legitimately enjoy pro wrestling and I think it's mm-hmm. good. And like, uh, like, especially like you, the, the wrestling that I usually watch is usually like good, re- like good wrestling by <laughs> wrestling fan standards. Um, yeah. so I don't, I, yeah, I don't really like that answer. Um, I, you know, I, I have like random like songs, like, uh, you, you know, what, one of my favorite songs uh, from the nineties, uh, two of my favorite songs from the nineties actually steal my sunshine. Dude, I was going to say the same thing. I love Steal My Sunshine. Yeah. I also love uh, How Bizarre by OMC. <laughs> One of my, God. I, I okay. legitimately adore. I think that song is it's great. I know that it's probably yeah. not very good, but like, you know, I, I love Honestly, I right there with you on both of those. I, I, I love the songs. Um, there's there's like the uh, the song Home. Was it? Um, God, what, who sings that? Is this huge like group band? It was very like, um, I don't know. Feels very Pacific Northwest. Um, was that Toe the Wet Sprocket? No, it was not Toe the Wet Sprocket, but I do like them. It was this kind of like hippie band kind of thing going. Like it was the um, 2010s. Oh, God, I don't think about it. I don't know. I don't know, man. Anything in the 2010s that wasn't like Electric Wizard, I, I'm I'm totally sure. <laughs> but yeah, those, those kinds of songs that you know, you know, they're they're not really good, but they're there's it's just really fun to listen to. And there's a lot of that. You know, I, I would. Um... I would throw uh, the band um, uh, MOD in that list. You know, you know who MOD is. MOD, I know that uh, that name. They were um, so th- there was a band called SOD. It was Stormtroopers of Death that were uh, okay, kind of a, like an Anthrax side project. It was a Scotty Ian from Anthrax and some other that dudes. Nice. Um, but uh, anyway, they got this <clears throat> this dude uh, Billy Milano, who was like a just a dude, a, a New York metal dude, and like I don't think he was in bands before that. But um, uh-huh. terrible voice. But um, they, they did kind of a joke uh, thing called Stormtroopers of Death, and they did an album called Speak English or Die, and it was all, every every song is is like like a joke or whatever, and it's like it's you know it's it's funny. Um, yeah. But after after that, like after the Anthrax guys and the other Nuclear Assault guys like went back to their bands, it was like. Billy Milano was like, well, I, I want to keep on doing this. So he put a legitimate band together and um, l- quote unquote legitimate band. But he kept on doing yeah. the same like dumb jokey songs and, and stuff. And like, uh, but like I, they were kind of a, 
like when I was first getting into like punk and thrash, they were kind of a, yeah. like a, a, a foundational, um, uh, like band from that era for me. My uncle was a garbage man and found uh, like two of their tapes in the trash and gave them to me once, which is really indicative <laughs> of the quality of that band that somebody would just throw that stuff away. Um, but uh, I was like, oh, like if you, if you get a chance, check out um, either uh, Gross Misconduct or uh, Surfing MOD by MOD is, or even USA for MOD. Those are all, so, all fun. Uh, there's like a ship of Theseus thing with like you know, SOD to MOD. You replace enough of the band members and they still play the song, same song. Is it the same band or is it a cover band? I mean, the MOD songs are are like separate from the the SOD songs. Okay. But. Oh, so uh, yeah, actually, uh, my wife is over here at her desk. She's like, that was, that was the song "Home" was uh, by Edward Sharp and the Magnetic Zeros. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I, yeah, I uh, I remember that name. I don't think I ever heard that song because it was one of those things that um, like anytime I would like somebody would send me a link to that, I was like, I I, I just don't, don't have the patience for it, and I would just like it, like yeah. It, it's not it's five seconds into the song and i'm not interested yet and i'm like i don't like <laughs> I i'm a that. very busy man man and i don't have time <laughs> then you know honestly though like once again though talked about um uh, like guilty pleasures man this episode is one of my guilty pleasures because it is such a it, it's, it's such a gonzo episode it's, it is a full-on acom episode we're finally here we're, yeah you guys we are, are you guys in the discord have been hyping me up city oh of steel for like months and i've I've been so excited and we're finally here finally oh my god i gotta the tell Douglas you booth yes and masterpiece city of steel this actually is one of those episodes where i know how it has a reputation of being really bad i had to rewatch it three times because <laughs> i watched it and going like I, I sat there, I was going to like make notes and my, and my wife is, uh, she's hanging out there in her room. She's like, did you make notes? I said, no, I just watched it. It was just, I had to sit there and marvel at the ridiculousness of this episode. And it is, it's so good. There's so many scenes in this. You're going, what the hell are they doing? <clears throat> and like hey, the, so uh, the, yeah. You, you know, you know, in the beginning, you know, the opening uh, crawl, the opening bit, right? With the, you know the, the montage and the, the theme song and everything yeah. yeah there's a part where um i think it's one of the insecticons falls into some lava mm-hmm. have you ever noticed that lava looks a lot like baked beans <laughs> is it the like the the, the pattern on the lava yeah yeah, yeah. it's got the spotty pattern. i realize that now. the spots that. are lighter than the than the the lava around it so it looks like it's uh you know baked God. beans in the sauce or whatever well so. here we go look at that now think of that think of that next time you uh next time you watch it a transformer I, I always watch the intro Mm-hmm. But man, so we start off with laser beaks flying through New York City. He like he uses his lasers and he shoots this mantle cover, and somehow the mantle cover they telekinetically moves out of the way. So he Bro, flies, he's, he not, flies in. he's not even in New York. This dude somehow got into like Tim Burton's Gotham City from the first Batman. <laughs> this is 1980s New York, man. This is uh which was basically the uh, yeah, it was 19, yeah, it was uh Batman's Gotham, exactly. And he then he goes like he flies down through the through the um the sewers, which X wing X wing noises or tie fighter yeah he, noises complete X wing noises hundred yeah. percent, and it's like they, he's over there with the what are the uh, the the X men people lived under the sewers the Morlocks the Morlocks I expected the Morlocks to show up because it was such they did so much detail in the sewer I expected the Morlocks to walk out, but <laughs> yeah, uh, that wouldn't have been far off the mark I uh... yeah he shot shoots this wall and opens this wall with the junk behind it that's cool uh, yeah I mean. I don't know. You think think there'd be like some kind of signal to open the door? He just has to shoot everything. 
Yeah, that's real. That's not ter terribly efficient because I feel like it's a break after a while, especially if you're, you know, like Megatron has to open the door. <laughs> She's just cannon at it. Like he's the, or uh, uh, yeah. um, Starscream with the, the, the null, uh, what's it called? The null cannon? The null, null ray. Yeah. Null ray. Yeah. Depends on the episode you're watching. That's a real devastating weapon. You gotta, you can't open doors with that. Depends on the uh, usage in the show. Yeah, but man, we are we are given such a good Constructicon episode. They are <laughs> bickering. Hook and Scrapper are posturing, man. How Dude, good they are. Hook's voice sounds like tracks almost. Like he should have a sweater tied over his shoulders. He sounded very <laughs> crust. Um, he sounded very Harvard uh, here. He did. He's like, have you seen what I did, though? I was so he, good. He was so proud of himself, and no one cared. Um, <laughs> he was. Hey, do, do you know about uh, th th there's a wrestler named Hook? No, I didn't, actually. But he, just called, he just called Hook. Yeah. Um, Why? What did he do? Uh, because his his father was uh, was the wrestler Taz. Who was an, originally was called the Tasmaniac and shortened his name to just Taz after a while, right? But his whole deal was he was he was he's Italian and he's from Red Hook, New uh, New York. Okay, I'm Red Hook know. area of New York. Yeah. Uh, so his son is now a wrestler and he's called he just goes by Hook. A um, uh, really good um, bourbon comes out of Red Hook. It's uh, called uh, Widow Jane. Oh yeah, trivia there, yeah. Which you know, who really hated uh, Red Hook, uh, the Red Hook area of New York that was H.P. Lovecraft. You know, he was terrified of Italian people. <laughs> well, H.P. Yeah. Lovecraft is a terrified a lot of us. Terrified a lot of a lot of things, yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, and yeah, the uh anyways, uh a little, little sidebar. The uh the first batch of uh Widow Jane bourbon they made, uh they used the water in New York and it was so terrible they had to go get water from the Catskills to make the next batch. Yeah. True story. So that's how good that's how good the water in Red Hook is. That's how that's how it makes you a hard man. Uh, like, uh, <laughs> is that what it is? A, a Tasmaniac, dude. Uh, <laughs> what, what is wrong with Megatron's face in this episode? He looks like Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> they look like a horse. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, he did. They did. He, he was all stretched out. He looked yeah, he very did. much like a horse. You know, like, like I said, this is Acom, man. Um, most of the time it's pretty good. Sometimes it's some, some of these scenes you're going, man, what are they doing? I don't know. Um, yeah, so you know they have Mixmaster finish it, finish the job, and he, he. I was watching this um the the subtitles. He's like, right, 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 Mega Mega Megatron, but the subtitles say Mega Man. The subtitles were extremely bad in this, and we're gonna get to more of that uh, later. <laughs> on. Um, they, yeah. they dump some. They dump some trash into um. Uh, what's the dump truck's name? Dump. Um, uh, uh, mix uh, a white load. Uh, fuck. Sorry. Long haul. Long haul. Thank you. Uh, is that a, was that was that was that Long right? Oh yeah. No, you're 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 messing with me again. You're this is like like first aid and red alert or whatever. Like no no, it, it's long haul. Um okay. There's a mix master long haul uh, hook scrapper scavenger, and bone crusher. Bone crusher. Okay. So yeah. anyway, uh, so like they just dump some some trash into this dump truck, and he and he just like they're like, hey man, remove this, and he's like, remove, remove, always remove. I didn't come here to be a dump truck. And like, what did hey, you, you did? Do? Yeah, you that's it's your job. That's your union truck. job. You're constructed specifically for being a. You're the demo guy. Like, yeah. God, dude. Oh God. So yeah. This, so this was this was pretty cool though. I was happy to see the Constructicons doing stuff, even though like there was a weird thing where like one of them went to transform, and it and like I don't know if this was like some weird artifacting from me watching it on YouTube or something like that, but it was like it, it was like somehow it like went to like. 120 frames per second when he transformed it looked oh really, no it did it totally did 
it looked really weird it, it looked almost like in this perspective shifted real weird almost like it was a weird like a uh, bit from like a simpsons episode or something it was real <laughs> it was hard to explain it's really weird yeah and um it, it, it really threw me for a second so yeah man we go back to the autobot base and there's a news report about the empire state building disappearing so optimus prime immediately concludes well that's megatron's work well, he well he apparently has not read his Marvel comics because this is the exact plot of Fantastic Four number one with Mole Man stealing buildings from, uh, <laughs> from, from same universe uh, in the comics by the way. What's that? So, same universe in the comics. Exactly right. Exactly yeah. right. It's like they, yeah they like oh hey the Mole Man did this back in nineteen sixty three so I think we can probably do this again now it's been it's been twenty years that before twenty two years we can go we can we, we can recycle the. Uh, Recycle plots now, right? Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. And uh, I gotta admit, though, uh, the the um, they do a shot, kind of a down from uh, down from the bottom up shot at uh, Optimus Prime, and they, you see a really nice detail in the Autobot ship, you know, kind of base. There's uh, stalagmites coming down, and stuff. There's stalactites coming from the top, yeah. Stalactites, uh, yeah, from the top. The mites from the bottom. Cherubim hang from the ceiling, and seraphim come from the from the bottom. Uh, yeah. And so, <laughs> So they dispatched the team, right? But yeah. I, I, was real, I was actually really happy for a second here because we're kind of back. To, like we've had these like few episodes here where we, we get all these all these geeks that I hate. Like we get like, oh god, like the the other perceptor, uh, like, um, the perceptor, like the other fire truck, like not like not Inferno, Inferno like the, Red Alert, um, Grapple, like we, oh yeah, Grapple we, yeah, Hoist. We grapple on hoist. We we get all these all the safety bots, and we get all all these nerds that I hate that are just worthless characters, and uh. Uh, but now we're back to like the like the the, the classic like the yeah like the, the 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 original launch uh team here and this is this is you know we're back to like bumblebee and ironhide and uh like i think smokescreen was hanging out with them i think um it's hound was back because we hadn't seen hound really do much in a while because you know for a while they kind of relied on hound to do a lot of stuff and yeah i mean yeah, actually cool. see hound wheeljack mirage sunstreaker and sideswipe on skis <laughs> yeah, they're was... driving on skis this this was cool, but it wasn't like I really wish they were surfing. It would have been a lot cooler if they were. If they were <laughs> See, here's my here's my question though. It's like okay, so we we've triangulated over like X amount of episodes here that that they're probably somewhere in Oregon or or thereabouts, right? Like that, yeah. So they had to to speed over to to New York City, which is like two thousand and something miles, which is going to take you like if you just drive constantly, it's going to take you like. Like I think, like I I think it's like if you don't stop and you do sixty miles an hour, I think it's going to take you like twenty six hours or something like that to to do that. So, but then these other guys are coming like on the water. Like where are they coming from? What were they doing? Maybe they're hanging out in the uh, the yeah the Pearl Harbor base. I don't know. I know that would be the wrong spot. Still. The Pearl Maybe Harbor they're... Like what? <laughs> Maybe they're hanging on the British base. I'm sorry, I was trying to think of the globe in my head while I was talking. It, it was way <laughs> off. Maybe they're hanging on Britain. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> God, dude, in the painting the Santa Maria over here. <laughs> <laughs> They're hanging on the rock of Gibraltar, man. They decided to come this way. I don't know. The Greenland, hanging out in Portugal, hanging out just you know on the, on the you know hanging out with the, the monks out there. I don't know. They're hanging out like with Elon's dad down in South Africa. I don't know. No, 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 no. Like, look, man, look, I don't have all night to go into that tangent right now. So we have to <laughs> cut that one off right right now. Like, so like we're yeah, done. They're, we're done. they're hanging out. They're uh, they're all you know, they're 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 dealing with apartheid, and they decide to leave for the, all that stuff. <laughs> don't start. Don't start. Don't start. <laughs> 
<laughs> so Sideswipe sees uh, Laserbeak and he calls him a no good Nikon. No Does the subtitle Nikon. say, you see it? No, what did, what did they say? They say a no good Nikon. Apparently, Sideswipe is a canon man. I did see, I did see that. And we haven't seen the camera robots in a long time. And, that made, and I just now realized that. <laughs> but made, they, they do show up in this. What's that? They do show up a little bit in this. It must have been it must have been real peripheral then. I didn't oh yeah, it. it was real quick. I love I love those guys. Those guys are great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no uh, good Nikon. <laughs> no good Nikon. Yeah. I shoot on a Nikon, and uh, it's, uh, I call it a no good Nikon often. Use both. So, so like the, the uh, there's like a oh like uh, somebody shoots Ironhide, and like he just kind of like seizes up and falls over and it's some of the worst animation i've ever seen and and, and i died laughing and, and had to back it up a few times because it, yeah. it was very funny there, um so th there's a big brawl going on in central park yeah, what, now, I, I guess it's central park is it central is it in central park but like they're they're kind of paired up the autobots are like paired up like like wrestling with each other but they pan over and it looks like they're like doing yoga in the park almost it was just like this real serene thing I got I got to jump here back back for a second. I love the way Frenzy Rumble and Soundwave get him in the park. It's like it is like 1980s Central Park. They're going to get mugged in the park. And like <laughs> a Frenzy goes out, "Don't you know?" and Rumble goes, "Hey, that Central Park can be hazardous." And like Soundwave comes out, "To your hell." And he starts shooting. Okay. <laughs> That's the best. He's like Soundwave's hiding behind a tree. He was giant. He was so big, and he was hiding behind. He was like, crouching behind this tree, like, uh, yeah, this was really like, like the Tick Ninjas or they, something like that. They, they mugged the Autobots in Central Park, dude. Like, so it, this, this real world factors have crept in this episode because that was, uh, that that was a thing. Yeah, like, you know, Central Park, Park man. Thing, man. So, like, you're gonna, you're gonna mug not just by people, but by bad guy robots too. So. <laughs> yeah, these guys are they're, they're doing Tai Chi in the in the park, and this was this was very cool. Um, uh Optimus Prime um, actually hits a sound wave with a really nice uh CEO Naga Nage, which is a uh a judo shoulder throw. And it was it was very, very well uh, animated, very well executed. I like that. I was real yeah, happy to see that because uh, I got hit with it. one of those uh, a couple of weeks ago and uh buddy that uh I landed directly on my shoulder and it did not feel good. So I can empathize with uh Soundwave's pain here because uh that's a, it's not a that's not a fun uh move to take. Yeah, like um Ironhide says something like um I, I don't know uh someone shot shoots uh Ironhide and he goes, Yeah, who what else? Yeah, who else, Iron Brains? And like he shoots Ironhide. This way he falls over like a drunk uncle at a barbecue. It was it was bad. It was just like 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 they had like oh my god. So yeah, uh <laughs> this it, like a lot of this this episode reminded me of um uh, there was like a Space Ghost Coast to Coast uh, episode a while back, where a, a while back they're all a while back, a while back. Yeah. But there was one where um, like Zorak was uh, like taunting everyone and saying how much it costs to animate everything, and he was like, "Look, he would move his army, but look, fifty dollars, look, fifty dollars." <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's I, like, like man, they're not they're not making any separate cells for anything. It's like if somebody's gonna fall over, they're gonna they're just falling like directly over from like. Like a completely frozen thing. We're just, we're just all we're doing is rotating the cell. It's like there's no, yeah, it's it's bad. They're doing my favorite episodes of Space Ghost Coast Coast is when they're hanging out at the uh, supermarket and there was a gas leak in the studio, and he's he trips out and like breathing like gas. He goes to the he goes to the supermarket, look at the produce section. He just have this whole trip 
because he's been breathing gas all, all the whole the whole show man it's fantastic love that oh, show i miss that show so much yeah um, yeah so oh my god so we get we get the worst animation of all time this is it this is this is the worst um, so okay so they like I, the constructicons like like are underground or underneath central yeah. park and they like smash like a shovel into the into the ceiling and it just collapses the entire thing which is like 20 feet of earth just collapses but like optimus prime like falls through here and it's like <laughs> it was like the thing that it was like the thing that i was saying with, with, the, with the single cell it was like they, they just like <laughs> yeah they just panned down and they were just like every uh, every like four frames they were just like rotating him or whatever and he was just like uh like uh it, this was awful this was um like 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 clutch cargo is like looks better than this this is uh this is this was terrible god this was but then he falls directly into uh into the dump truck which i guess yeah, is long haul long haul i guess he's fine with being a dump truck now like it's well not, yeah it's not, he's, it's not dude, a big deal okay, why did megatron have one of those like water pressure rockets to disable uh, like the optus prize motor functions <laughs> i was trying to place what it was but yeah it was it, so, it looked like one of those like those like once you like you pump the uh the we put water in your rocket you pump it full of uh, air pressure and shoot up yeah he's one of those that like zapped his like truck grill his abdomen apparently that kills all his motor functions that is a bad bad weakness you, you remember those rockets those were grandma toys those were toys that um your grandma uh, always like either gave you or like she had at her house when you went over there and then like oh. you know like you know this kind of toys you know you, you know a real classic grandma toy is um you know that that uh that that fishing game where like it has like the little yep. fish with the, they yep. snap and you have a little fishing pole and or whatever like every oh, yeah. grandma has that and every grandma gives that like i swear there was a point where i had three of those in the trunk of my car that people had given my kids and it, it, grandmas <laughs> grandmas had given like i'm pretty sure the same grandma gave it's it awesome man um it, it, it is but like i remember my grandma had one when i was a kid i was like when i first saw it i was like this is the coolest thing i've ever seen and like i played it like three times and i was like this is this is awful i don't ever want to play this again. <laughs> and and yeah. now it's, it's it's like dude, it's been this is like like 30 years later and like grandmas are still giving these things away as uh like it's like that's just a thing like yeah they're wholesome games man wholesome games but yeah th those rockets though i feel like those are like a real like like, like my, cool my brother rock. loved those a lot when he was he's younger we had it we had gotten those a few times and uh they're they cool. crack. They crack after like four. We use it like five times, and then it's like yeah, you can't get any pressure in it, and it's just uh, yeah. it just leaks out of the side. Exactly why they're cheap. Yeah, <laughs> but he uses one of those and like zaps Optimus Prime's abdomen and kills all motor functions. So that Welcome that's to suspended animation. Yeah, he says that was a buzzword in the eighties, though. You remember suspended animation was that was a thing. Yeah, like um. I try. I had someone tell me one time when I was a kid that uh, if you take a cold shower before you go to bed, you sleep better because it, it's basically like it's almost like suspended. It's, it's suspended animation. No, you're just cold. You're just cold. Yeah, um, that's that's yeah. not suspended animation. It's not the same thing. Because he, he was like, "Now, see what happens is it slows your body functions down." So no, you sleep. It's like I, I don't know, man. Look, I, like I didn't make it up. I mean, I mean, I was just told that when I was like eleven. <laughs> You lose blood in your extremities. <laughs> you no. probably sleep a little better. I don't know. I mean, like, <laughs> it's okay. This is no man. Like, I'm just telling you what a dude told me. Okay. So I, I gotta say, like, um, my, my my dear wife for my birthday, she knows I miss uh, having a pool, so she got me this like little blow up, you know, like family pool kind of thing. Like, there's there's like 18 inches tall. 
I don't I know. like pool water the thing. I'm like, I'm sitting there having a drink. This is nice, but it's cold because it's pool water. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, my, my feet and my legs are numb. I'm like, this is all right. But after a while, your feet and your legs don't really don't feel like cold anymore because they're numb. Right. That's what the cold shower does. By the way, the thing's fantastic, and I I love it. But how do you sleep after you uh, sit in it for a couple hours? You sleep good? You sleep well? Uh, yeah, because it's warm see, when it covers. I told you. I told. See, maybe it worked. Maybe there's some magic to it. No, it doesn't shut down your functions. You're just warming the under the covers, man. It's not, not the same thing. It's not at all the same thing. It's way off. Listeners, if you know anything about uh, the science behind cold showers making you sleep better, please uh, <laughs> add hates transformers at gmail.com. Um, <laughs> He's uh, so, <laughs> <laughs> so on the sub, there's a, a subtitle glitch here where uh, anytime uh, someone is screaming, um, the subtitles just say applause. So it's just. <laughs> Yes, happens a couple times this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Megatron flies out and tells the audience they've ever seen a leader again, they'll they'll leave now. And the subtitles go away and just says applause. Dude, but the subtitles get this is the best bit of subtitles since the barbarian. (laughs) I can't remember what he said, but the barbarian. Um, It says. And, and and I backed this up a couple of times to figure out what he was actually saying, and I still don't know what he's saying. Fear one mini can power milk Optimus Prime down for paper clips. I saw the same thing. <laughs> I forgot until now. I was I thought like man, I'm just going off on these subtitles. I got to go move on. Power milk. Oh my. <laughs> mini can power milk. What like I, I got the gist that like okay if you mess with us again we're gonna melt him down for paperclips I, that's that was the gist but I still don't know what he actually said <laughs> I was like I gotta move on with this episode I can't keep typing every subtitle God I remember that what one power milk what is that like, <laughs> paper like, instant, like instant breakfast remember instant breakfast oh yes carnation instant breakfast. breakfast yeah yeah uh, yeah but my friend really hated that stuff because he he said that instant breakfast would uh, it should mean that you just do something and then like there's like bacon and stuff and like eggs but you just called it instant drink he was really really angry that it was called instant breakfast yep um yeah so um the autobots are all stuck in traffic they're, they're evacuating new york because the decepticons keep um i guess they keep stealing buildings i don't know they, they put up a new headquarters they put up a new um a new purple headquarters and that's uh that's pretty cool because decepticon stuff is purple bad guys yeah, you always know it's decepticon because they uh they put up purple metal Purple metal, no. Purple metal, yeah, uh, all the time. And Autobots like, use orange metal. I don't know why. The, 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 the Autobots are like they're stuck in traffic on a on like I guess what's supposed to be the Brooklyn Bridge. I guess. Yeah. Um, I, I don't. I don't. There could. There's probably 14 bridges that look just like it in New York. I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not from New York, so um, if I'm wrong, it, it hates transformer at gmail.com. Uh, <laughs> educate me on the proper uh, bridge, the Verrazano Bridge. I don't know. Um, but why are they stuck in traffic? They can just transform and like fly over this thing over walk. walk no, they're through. they're on a bus. They can fly, man. What are you doing? They can fly when they need to fly. Um, but they can just walk through traffic. They can just transform and less walk. Okay, I can ask real quick. Um, so you you've been inside an old VW bug, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So do VW bugs have roll bars inside, like Bumblebee no. has? I mean, I guess you could if you had like a like a Baja bug, you could like install them or whatever. But yeah, he has this like wide, this wide banded um, roll bar inside the middle of it. Is everything else is pink? He's got pink interior, like all pink, and it's like weird roll bar. But anyways, I don't know, maybe it's. I mean, he knows he's gonna get. I mean, because he he's like 
Spike's like main like transportation. So and he yep, knows sure. that things are probably going to go south. So it's probably not a bad idea to have that there, you know. Honestly, man, they they're, they're not going to do that for Spike. They put Spike in danger all the time. They Before. shoot at him all the yeah, you're right. They haven't shot yeah. at him in a while though. It's been a few episodes since he's gotten shot at. Yeah, wow. well, give some time. So, so, but speaking of them being stuck in traffic, yeah, so they're stuck in traffic, and uh, a Spike, um, very poorly animated Spike, uh, if I may add, yeah. um, he's almost like he's like break dancing and and uh, sitting in the in the passenger seat. Um, <laughs> yeah, but he gets an idea because he's like talking on like a communicator, and he gets an idea, and he's all like, "Hey, Bumblebee, take a left." And what happens right after that? They exit right off the bridge. Hey, this exit, or is it? I don't know. I or something like that. Yeah, they take an exit off the bridge, though. They, they go. They they turn right to go through. Take a left. Okay, home and turn right. Yeah, I mean, like, why is no one else taking this exit? I guess it maybe it's not leading on New York City. I don't know. I mean, it, I think it. I think it, it. It like I'll give them the benefit of the doubt and say that it. It, it you know, it's an it's a, like an like an off ramp that goes back to where they're going. But, yeah. but. But he said, take a left. And he clearly exited the right. Look, Spike's Where's not Chip. He's not, he's, not, he's not a brainchild. His dad I'm, works on oil tankers. I'm, I'm sick of the immersion breaking from, from this. All right, this is ridiculous. Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. This, this broke it for you right here? This is the fourth wall breakage? Dude, so the Constructicons transform again. And they again, they, they went up to 120 frames per second. I'm uh, like, it, it, it's like... <laughs> Yeah. It's like when you it's like when you go to your aunt's house and she's got the TV. She didn't turn motion blurring off on the TV, and it it, it looks terrible, and you know everything looks yeah. like a video game. Um, so they, they go to disassemble Optimus Prime, and one of the Constructicons pulls out a lightsaber. A lightsaber. Hook does. Hook. Like, I love that he goes, Hook. Yeah, Megatron says Hook disassemble him at once, and he says with finesse and pleasure. Pulls out a lightsaber. A lightsaber. <laughs> I love this, this, so was, this was 86. Was 86? Is that when this came out? Uh, this was probably like still, it's probably animated 84. 84? Really? It's probably animated 84. It probably came out like 84, 85, something like okay. that. Because like what I was going to, Star Wars was dead. Oh, yeah. At this point. Like Star Wars was like like in the ground at this point. Like, um, you know, I know that they they tried to do those Power of the Force figures, like the um in like eighty is eighty four eighty five. They tried to do Power of the Force, where it was like it other is, figures and all that stuff. And like the Droids cartoon came out around then too. Droids, the Droids cartoon was a thing, um, but no, nobody cared. Like no. like everybody had moved on to um the GI Joe and Transformers. Um, yeah. You know, with and, uh, figures with like actual bendable arms and stuff. Yeah, like nobody yeah. cared about Star Wars, and uh, this was this was kind of a weird like. Like I don't know, it was kind of a weird uh, little thing to put in there, and uh, but it was all—it was almost like, um, like the, the way the lightsaber was animated, it looked all like almost less like a lightsaber and more like, um, like Thundar the Barbarian's sword. And it did actually because like, you know, his was real like jagged on the uh, on the edges, and uh, um, I like that show. I like that show a lot. But yeah, Thundar uh, is kind of neat. It gets uh, one of those things where it's um, post-apocalyptic, you know, um, barbarian stuff. Really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, but I mean, it was it was obviously a Star Wars rift. You know, we had like a like a oh yeah, that hung out with cool the mock. Yeah, that was that was a fun show though. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, uh, did, did you still interact with Star Wars at this point? Uh, at this point, no, not at all. Um, I mean, 
when I was growing up, I mean, you you were like uh, you're like a couple years older than I am. Mm-hmm. And uh, growing up, my my brother was huge in Star Wars because he is uh, about six and a half years older than I am. Okay. So I I got kind of on the pit tail end of it. Like I got into like uh, Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi was big for me. But then like you know I watched him like Raiders of the Lost Ark and stuff. And then you moved on and like I went on, on to like Master of the Universe and then like GI Joe and Transformers. So I, I got on the tail end of uh, Star Wars. It was it was really important to me because we watched it like crazy. I, I watched uh, Empire like over and over again. Over yeah. But um, yeah, it, it was never something that was really, really, really vital in my childhood. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyways, uh, I mean, like, yeah, it was it was just huge. It was it was that was like everything for yeah. you know like, like a lot of kids. Uh, and then but it it, it was like after you know Return of the mm-hmm. Jedi, like because you, 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 like yeah, I mean movies played a lot longer back then. You know, movies were in the theater for like a year. And yeah. Uh, but yeah, it was like once it was gone, it was like there was that weird kind of like like haze where it was like you know you, you figures were still out and you still get toys and all this stuff and, and like still played with it. But it was like once it was like you know after like a year, it was just like 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 hey guy, that's it. You know like here's a couple of, you know here's Ewoks and the droids cartoons. But even those were like I don't know and like um even the, yeah. the books the books then were like I mean every now and then they come up with a book that would be like like uh, like and and then because I mean it was you know basically like dead and buried until like timothy zahn's books came out yeah was it actually 91 yeah my brother actually was in the uh uh, air force one point Mm -hmm. and he went out over to germany and stuff and then he came back and he brought all the stuff back with him and he had the three timothy zahn books and i i devoured those are great and uh, then i started reading like the other books are they though they were they were actually what i wanted at the time okay well (laughs) <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll go from there. Um, the, I started like looking at a lot of the comics and stuff that are coming out. I I, I try, dude. I I used to collect the uh, Star Wars comic books, and those are those were odd. Which one? The the Marvel ones or the uh, the Dark Horse ones? No, the Marvel ones. Okay, that, that, yeah, those were a lot of fun. Um, I, I like a lot of those because they um they, they were just like a lot of like space dudes going on space adventures, and and, and I like like well, yeah, hey, we're gonna, we're gonna hang out with a big green rabbit for. Yeah, kind of yeah i'm like okay this guy's pretty cool i'm okay with this yeah guy. so um, i i like that those were like my childhood those were my comic books you know i i'd read a lot of those and then like i, I you know, years later i i got rest of the dark horse stuff and the dark horse stuff is okay it's kind of hit or miss for me so you know like i never got into like the uh what was it the um the one where luke goes evil you know dark side or whatever oh like uh, like dark empire and all dark that. empire yeah 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 i tried to read this i i really hated the art in those because it was all like everything was real bleak and uh and all that i didn't really yeah. i didn't really care for the at least like uh but, like tone on tone like 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 mo- like monocolor pi- uh, panels with like tone on tone. it was like just tone variants and stuff i didn't i didn't care for it but what i did care for though is that in the next scene here we've got some uh some of the autobots are walking around the sewer and buddy they repurposed optimus prime's parts and made a robot alligator and i okay. man Be- before we get to that did you remember how um megatron had optimus prime's head and he's like, I will, I will, you know, not give in. I'll like, I'll fight you to the end. And he uses Aquaman's like concentric, like circle waves and controls his arms. <laughs> he, he pulls on a mantra from Lex and gray, you know, like his, he's, he's like, like arms and flips Megatron over. Dude. 
this was it was like idle hands this was so cool um yeah it's like his face his arm his disembodied arms are floating up and, and wrestling with megatron this was really cool you get we got real mad and uh, made the constructor cons get rid of all the all the parts and uh and what do they do they made they took them took all the parts and they made a, a robot uh alligator. alligator i really for a second i didn't realize what it was and i thought this was like like um like a new decepticon i was like this is a guy i've never i've never even heard of this guy with so those uh this blue gray and red colors this is great well because it was almost like the um the color scheme uh was almost like the thunder machine from uh from gi joe close yeah um which was like, okay. like that, that kind of dark blue and red <laughs> so the, the, okay this is one of those real world factors creeping into this during this time uh you remember how big the movie alligator was the movie alligator i've never heard of the movie alligator with these, but, like, I mean, I'm, familiar, I'm familiar with the concept with the, the the urban myth and the concept of like alligators living in the sewers in new yeah, york there was a at movie some called. point the story i think that some point is that somebody got like a somebody came to florida because blame it on florida every time and i'm sure um and they, they got like a they bought a baby alligator from a gas station which as a dude that has been all over florida and on and my, my entire life it's that's not out of the realm of possibility um but they they took it up to to back to new york and you know they were like they, it was getting bigger and as alligators do because the toilet flushed down the toilet yeah. and it, it it lived and went into the sewers and it, it grew and and yeah. somehow I, I don't i don't i don't know how but it, it multiplied and so that there were alligators living in the sewer and yeah and, it was a, it was a movie from 1980 i had to look it up real quick yeah it was uh it was called alligator it's yeah, just called it's, alligator it's called alligator That's yeah the best they can do yeah the, dude it's 1980 come on um they they uh, basically a kid like that the, the dad flushes an alligator down the toilet because you know it's getting too big and I, I guess he was trying to show the kid you know whatever and so yeah that that was a i remember from my childhood that was a, a big thing like that that movie was like people talked about like alligators in the sewers and you were afraid something's going to come out the toilet after you so this was actually one of those real world, world factors from pop culture i'm surprised you don't remember this at all yeah i don't have any memory, any memory. i mean i remember like yeah piranha and uh <laughs> yes um, yeah yeah i love i love piranha uh but yeah no i don't remember a movie just called alligator i mean i feel yeah. i feel like they, they could have done way better with a you know like a sewer gator I mean, that's on that's i don't know that sounds a little uh, well come on guess, like yeah. i guess they, they could like call it out al, like like um alligator i don't know I see, that, that just sounds like some of those modern uh, uh well yeah exactly that's, that's exploitation the point, man. Films, you don't uh, need any heavy anything else you can have alligator it's all you need, alligator. It's a movie. Um, yeah. Um, so, but uh, yeah, I was totally into this thing, though. This is so he's like he's just repurposed Optimus Prime parts, like yeah, into a robot alligator. I'm totally down. This is really cool. Um, so we, we cut over to like uh, like the Constructicons are like tearing up some streets and they're tearing some stuff down. And um, so like Skywarp picks up a car and just like, <laughs> yeah. He, he like shoves the car in mix master. She he shoves it in mix master. Like, like, like he's like a like a wood chipper. Like, it, like this is like cargo. <laughs> he's getting rid of a of like a body or something. And uh, um, and, and that was that was basically it. They didn't really go anywhere with that. It was like, like, yeah, so you choose this red car. That's actually where Reflector had a cameo. He's like, you know, you see a star seems on top of the building with a, he's like on this cannon or something on top of this building, and uh, like he's like sets on the reflector and reflectors like running around. That's the only th time you see him. But yeah, he was in there for that, that split second. So, Ratchet and Hound find Optimus Prime's head. And oh, he oh, before, well, hold on, before they find oh, it though, okay. they're, they're scanning the sewers and they're looking for him. And um, oh, yeah, 
so they say one of them says that it's it's 10 mechanometers away like they're, <laughs> That's right. they're honing in on him it's 10 mechanometers away. i don't know how i don't know how how long a mechanometer is but the subtitle say megameters i saw that yeah 10 megameters is 10 is 10 megameters away which uh, me, the prefix mega meaning big one million mm-hmm. like a megabyte oh, one it is million bytes so yeah. it would be 10 million meters somewhere within 10 million meters he is out there in space somewhere he's somewhere apparently. he's somewhere out there all right yeah right now your keys are in this room right now you're very cold that's all <laughs> i'm getting. uh yeah i thought that was pretty funny um so they, they find his head and we get it's like it's like reanimator where they're just carrying his this disembodied head around and <laughs> he like, connects like ratchet connects a couple wires on his, on his neck it is like oh thank you i i could feel my my legs are nearby <laughs> he's just like broadcasting and like scanning for his parts he's like aquaman thing again he's like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. dude they, they put him back they put him all back together and he's and he, of course he makes he this this episode is full of puns it was so many i had to stop, i had to stop keeping track of them he was like thanks for helping me pull myself together <laughs> like, he like, he's giving this raw just like weird like left arm hug. hug he gave him he gave him the, the christian side hug he was he really was oh my god um so he but he's missing his right he's missing his right arm and you're like oh okay all right what's what's gonna happen here oh my god okay so before we get to before we get to this before we get to this hold on hold on i, I got i got i got i've got an antic here all right so god um so in, in warhammer um uh orcs i played orcs for a long time in warhammer or in orcs and war in warhammer Forty Thousand are like these like mad max um like soccer hooligans basically mm-hmm. and um it's what's fun with them is that you know you can use the orc vehicles or they can for a long time they had rules for looted vehicles where you could just take a vehicle from any other faction you could take like a space marine tank and and put orc stuff all over it and that was that count that that's a, a looted vehicle that's very cool um but uh so when you like when you buy like like a box of orc boys b-o-y-z which is their 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 rank and file troops dudes so you can assemble them one of two ways you can either assemble them with you know like them with like with basically a rifle which is called a a shooter right they're cockney they have cockney accent a shooter um which is you know like a rifle basically with you know they hold the two hands so you get two arms on the kit you get a a, you get a a left arm with an empty hand and you get a right arm with a with a, a rifle right or the other configuration, which is how everyone assembles them, is with a slugger, which is a pistol in one hand, and a chopper, the iconic orc weapon, a giant axe, or a chain sword, or a chainsaw axe, or something like that. Right. So um, every so every so basically every orc player on the face of the earth has like extra parts of just like arms with shooters. So you have tons of so a very common thing would do would be to get like you know you'd find somebody that would that had like an like an old like space marine tank or an old uh, like space elf tank or something like that mm-hmm. and you would just like cut up pieces of plastic and put armor plating all over it or whatever but a very common thing that to do and that I would do a, a lot to, to make it look like there was like a bunch of orcs inside of this thing like hanging out and it was we would like take a like a hobby knife and like gouge a hole in there in the side of the plate of armor plating and you would just glue one of those shooter arms like hanging out 
so it would be like there's just like a like a like this random arm sticking out of the side of a tank like shooting like a rifle or whatever and like space good god party. the decepticons did this exact thing here where they took, <laughs> they took megatron's arm and they just grabbed the top of the building dude they took his right arm with the right with the mega with the optimus prime rifle the most yep. powerful weapon in all of transformers so this <laughs> It's like there's a hole in the top of the map, top of the tower. It's like just controlling it like this. They've got a remote control Optimus Prime arm. They've got a boy, a boy shooter. This is the most orc. This is the most orc thing of all time in Transformers. Oh god, dude! I had to, I had to stop this, and I probably stopped and laughed at this for probably five solid minutes. I was I, I can I can see this. I've been listening to those uh, horse heresy uh, like like um, Audible um, books, more like Fallen Gods, and they I love them. They they talk about the green skin so like they're just like God. Those guys they hate the orcs so much. They're the best. They are. They are. They are the best. Um, so, yeah, that, that's uh, so. Or, orcs in uh, to, to add on even more comedy and uh, orcs have a philosophy that um, the orcs never lose because either they win or they get killed, and they weren't there to lose. Which I'm like, okay, I, I, I like that. So uh, that's so yeah, they're, they're very fun. Um, yeah, dude. Could uh, so yeah, dude. So there's just this, this arm, this Optimus Prime arm, just like flailing around on the top of this tower, and she's taking pot shots, and like, yeah, it, like Starscream and Megatron are just like they're having the time of their life, like like remote control on this thing. They've got like a like a like I guess like a that ball from Missile Command in there. They're like, <laughs> I was gonna say that this little console. They're like, oh, look at go, look at go, look at go, and they're just firing on the Autobots. And like, I, I love how. Optimus Prime has to um, tell them Autobots scatter and transform. Like you don't have to tell them to do everything. You really don't, dude. He has to issue the command like every, like uh, like yeah, like every every episode. Um, One of my favorite things from this episode though is Frenzy driving a subway car. He looks so happy. <laughs> he looks. He's like, yeah, dude. I like want that one like an album cover or something. That's a total like 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 eight metal cover. Scene. Like I loved it. It was it was so funny. He's um, trying to sub a car and like and like um, I think it's Blue Streak and uh, maybe it's Helm. I can't remember exactly. They're they just they're shooting this sub car until it finally blows up and he flies out of the subway car. It's it was, it was so good. It was so good. Uh, so now we've got some uh, three of the Autobots like racing around, but a bunch of uh, taxi cabs come up behind them and like the, the taxi cab thing opens like the little the sign on the top opens up and laser cannons come out these, these are, they call them and, and i was just about to make the joke but then they called them decepticabs and it was like man god you're ruining my you're ruining my joke I'm on my dumb podcast 30 years after this thing came out yep 40 years after this came out man That's, uh give me something here uh this was cool and please they, tell me that some please tell me that some third party company has made this the decepticab oh, i don't think so that's probably something you could easily do and that this is like Giuliani's New York, man. He just uh, they they get like, um, they get militant cabbies. And the, the, okay, how do they deal with the cabs? Sideswipe, Sunstreaker, and Bumblebee. They just do this whole thing where they go, we'll jump over them, and they don't. They don't. There's no ramp. They just like go and go up. They just gently. There's no. There's no ramp at all. They just they, they gently they just like, jump yeah, over James Bond they, like. They they jump over them like you think you're jumping on a uh, BMX on a little ramp. That's pretty, yeah, but with no ramp, it was, it was no ramp though. And uh, 
<laughs> Optimus Prime transforms with his missing arm. I kind of like that. They actually made sure that you, you, I expect them to have this like, well, they're just gonna like fudge it and have the truck. But no, they they left the part off, which is like, no, which is probably yeah. pretty pretty close to a bunch of kids broken Optimus Prime. So after they broke the arm off, uh, anyway, and confirm, yes, yeah. Um, um, <laughs> he runs and like ramps through the cabs. Which, totally took but then like th there was a thing i don't know what this was it was like the, the like the constructicons had like a like a turret or something like uh like a bunker that kind of jutted out or whatever and like yeah it's like they had like little turret guns like on the bottom of the base yeah i, yeah, I don't know what it was and but then like but then one of them goes auto 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 autobots <laughs> and then right. optimus prime just crashed into him into, yeah. into him he just just plowed through him and, and took him out i mean um so they decide they're gonna that the Optimus Prime and his crack squad of commandos here are going to uh, scale the tower to get his arm back, and um, so I guess I guess his broadcasting control his parts only work is only yeah in short range, which is okay. I, I get that, but so they start climbing up this thing, and um, uh, Soundwave and uh, Megatron are inside of the control panel at the villain screen, and they're like, oh, they're out of range of the of the the cannon, like. Like they just got closer to it, dude. They they're they're climbing towards it. I kind of assumed they were like they're out of a, at an angle they couldn't get to them. You know, they're out like, of the arc. They're out of the firing arc. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which I, which I get, but you'd think that, that maybe if you're gonna make a giant tower, that maybe you would have some defenses besides the stolen arm off of the leader of your enemies. Maybe some other laser cannons. I think they can make them. Well, they apparently had uh, like cannons on the bottom of the building. They had those, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but they, but uh, that, Star screams up what they do. Like cannon on the side of the building, but that was it. Well, I, mean, I guess they were only, they were only planning for for cars coming at them. I guess yeah, smooth purple metal, man, aesthetically pleasing. Well, yeah, it was very Zentradi looking almost. It was a, it actually um, was yeah, very very uh, the SDF one before, except it instead of being green, it was purple. Right. Um. So uh. So the, the so the uh. They send the seekers out to do an aerial attack, and uh, this was very that's a, that's a good idea. And that's a shoot to shoot them off of the off the tower. But uh. So they fly at. Uh, it's like it's like Optimus Prime and like Ironhide. I think a couple other like Jazz maybe is there. Um. And so the the three seekers, the classic seekers, um, come flying like like barreling at them. They're shooting at them or whatever. And what do they do then after they take all these shots? They just keep. They don't. They don't break off. They don't pull up. They don't do any of these things that I've learned from watching Iron Eagle 700 times. They just keep going and they crash directly through the walls into the into the headquarters. What was the point of that? I, I was wondering the same. I thought I missed something. Dude, they just crashed into it. Like, but uh, um, oh, yeah, this yeah, this was uh, yeah. Well, we get into Devastor. Oh, not quite, not quite. Oh, there's there's one there's one thing before Devastor though. Um, so, uh, Sideswipe, um, decides right. he wants to, um, he's gonna, he's gonna take out Starscream. So he, um, he fly, he transforms and flies up in the air. You said earlier in this episode, you were like, Autobots can't fly. He flew. He okay. jumped and flew. There is an exception here because he, he classically has a jetpack. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. Is that, but, but he <laughs> pulls some, some top notch jujitsu and, and takes uh starscream's back and he goes Dude, for the seatbelt um this was good jet jitsu what's that jet jitsu you were in that one episode with like had jet jitsu yeah yeah um, <laughs> and, and then he crashed he crashed him into the uh to the water and uh, that was really good my um uh, that was real cool i'm it's a like, big fan say of uncle, say uncle say uncle and yeah, uncle, uh, yeah, uncle. Starscream goes, 
uncle, uncle. And it's like, yeah, and then somebody makes the crack. I didn't know Decepticons had uncles. Yeah. God, you guys. Now we get to Devaster. But then we get the we oh we get the bash and he does he finally does stuff though i was he real does. i was dude i was dude i was here for it i was so excited about this um he goes full king kong but he does he does the episode goes full king kong also um, <laughs> it does. uh so yeah he's climbing up the yeah he's he grabs up his prime he's climbing up the thing and then um it was a jazz i think was uh or so or wheeljack i think um, wheeljack he 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 got two helicopters. To, <laughs> yeah, I guess I guess he slaved them to. It I saw this one time in a in a in a, a thing. He like he connected to a data terminal, basically say like I I want solve King Kong and I want to make it work. So he like radio controls helicopters. And he's yeah he's gonna shoot he's gonna shoot about like like in King Kong and I'm like yeah. okay this is cool. Um I do like that uh like so, Devastator Devastor. Uh, like shoots him down or whatever and then he's like well it didn't work and then whoever was hanging out with him was like well maybe he ratchet. saw that picture too and yeah like, ratchet goes oh don't worry i think he probably saw that picture too how old are you that you're calling a movie a picture like these guys are like ratchets. like a hundred years old <laughs> he's four million years old man come on oh yeah they are four million yeah you're right They're yeah so um so i i, I made the note uh will jack is once again bad at his job he, got, he goes back and forth, man. Um, there's a part where uh, Megatron, uh, somebody insulted Megatron inside of the headquarters, and he got mad that he got insulted inside of his own headquarters. He wasn't mad that the, the Autobots were in there. He was mad that someone insulted him in his own headquarters. Why don't you ever disrespect Megatron like that? He shoots everything. He goes full Grimlock inside the Ark. He go, he shoots everything, including the console where they control the arm. Mm-hmm. And there's this great scene where um, he's having a freak out moment. And Ironhide and Ratchet are down there on the floor below. Like they came in through the, the wall. I guess uh, Devastor knocked him in. So they, they look at each other like, hey, he's right there. So they go and they shoot <laughs> the floor out. And that's how we fall through the floor. There was a lot. There was a lot of floor blowing up and people falling. <laughs> I probably missed seven instances of it in, in this recap, but. Uh... Dude, oh my god. That was the best thing ever. They're like, they give each other a lot, you know, like, yeah, good job, man. Dude, so yeah, so the Zepticons just fly off. They, they, they realize they're defeated, they just fly off, and the Autobots, like, fly, drive towards the camera, and the last thing we see is Bumblebee with an I Love New York bumper sticker. <laughs> yes. Which which oh. I think was was a, was a newer campaign around that point. I think. It was, I think, yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't think because it's one of those things that you know, like in our brains, it's, it's always been there. That's just always been yeah. like a cliche and like a thing. But I think that was like an actual like marketing thing, like yeah. around then. I'm not sure. Very, I'm not sure when that when that was. Very Ghostbusters era, New York. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a, yeah, yeah, accurate. Um, I, I love it. There's a, there's a scene though, like at the end where he, he um, I think Ratchet reattaches his right arm. He's like he's like. Eh, 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 eh. He's like, well, Optimus. He's like, just like it always was, just like the rest of New York City. Like, what janky and squeaky, falling apart and riddled with crime. Like, <laughs> what? Uh, yeah, maybe he, maybe his arm is like from Idle Hands. Was Idle Hands? Was that the, that the one I'm thinking of? Idle Hands, the one where the, uh, the the dude gets a like a hand transplant from a serial killer and it makes him turns him into a serial killer. I think. Uh, you know, you know the movie I'm talking about. I did the movie Idle Hands. I don't, I don't remember exactly. I, like he got. Possessed. I think that was Idle Hands. I might be. I might be wrong. Yeah. Um. It, it, I I know that. Uh, 
uh, uh, Tim or or Boo will correct me within minutes on um, after this drops on uh, on on yeah. Discord. Thank you guys for being keepers of knowledge. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so, dude, dude, this was oh my god, this is possibly the hardest episode of all time to rate. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I don't know I I don't even know where to start with this. This was um, uh, like I can't even do it just. I don't feel like even the recap did this episode justice. I don't. I thought there was just there were too many bizarre things and weird things and bad things going on at one time to to even yeah. keep track of. It was like it was it was like watching like a beautiful train wreck. Um, I can't uh, like I I dude. So I mean kid brain like i mean it's got it's got devastator it's got devastor and, well, I'm gonna build uh, it. and that's automatically cool but there's just you're just constantly getting bombarded with all this weird stuff and people like falling in holes like, constantly so kid brain's gonna have to uh i mean it, i mean it was entertaining to, <laughs> to a kid to a kid brain so i would probably have to go three and a half um Oh God, uh, man, three and a half me- uh, megameters out of five. Um, adult brain, on the other hand, oh my God, adult brain, on the other hand, is like this was just like, what am I watching? What like this is it, it's the worst animation i've seen in a very very long time um uh my, my son's very big into uh, into anime right now so, and he's, he watches a lot of modern anime and like modern anime it like for all of its faults um like i, I can't get into a lot of it but like it's very well animated so i'm, I'm used to a, a high standard of uh, of animation these days um but uh this was just awful and i forgot how i i, I tend to forget how how bad a lot of that farmed out animation um uh, yeah, how, uh, yeah how bad uh yeah how bad that was um uh god so uh, but i mean it was just it was just some gonzo and there was just so much weird stuff going on and it was funny and i was just dying laughing and these terrible puns so I, I, i'm this is the most unprecedented thing that i've ever done in the history of rating this show that i'm going to have to simultaneously give this episode negative five shoulder throws negative five judo siwa nagi uh, nages out of five but i'm also giving this one a perfect score of five five mind you uh five tv moms five 80s tv moms out of five i can't it's it's the best and the worst episode of the show of all time and uh i i love it and i hate it and i i i wish that i had watched this episode three times also and uh and i i i, I feel like i needed to take this in more and um uh and i'm very motivated now to go and uh, cut some orc arms off and glue them onto, <laughs> onto random trucks and uh i um uh like i'm like I, 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 it's awesome sewer scene and i and I, i'm on a big like ninja turtles kick lately and i just wanted to see like a turtle head pop up and and do some stuff even though they weren't around at this point but i uh I, I, God, I, it's I, an like, appropriate reaction yeah you guys you, you know you guys built this uh this episode up and uh it, it <clears> absolutely <throat> did not fall short of uh of, of any expectations on, on any level i uh 
Yeah, I don't know, man. What do you? What, this what do you... this is the the epitome of fantastic '80s animation. The weird Gonzo um, plot lines—they don't make any sense. You have to just say, so "Just like, man, I'm just gonna enjoy this ride." And I remember as a kid brain, I didn't like this at all. As an adult, man, I love this thing. I I I don't watch all the episodes all the time. I know some people probably do. I don't. I haven't watched this probably a good decade. But I went back and watched this, and I I, I, I I told you, I sat there, and I was ready to type out notes, and I watched it, and I realized I had to turn and just watch watch the uh, the, the, the the cascade of just ridiculous crap it just, has to, it just has to wash over you, man. Like, uh... so, yeah, I, I, I told my wife, I, I, was, I was going to bed, and she's like, did you get any notes? And I'm like, no, I just watched it. I, I, she's like, what? I said, yeah, I just had to sit there and watch it. It was I, I, I just that what... good. I don't and know then, what more to add to it. I mean, yeah. I, 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 I feel like this more than any no, no. of this show. I feel like this like deserves like a live like like watch along. <laughs> like, like, I, 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 I feel like we should like literally just like invite everyone from from Discord to like to, to like a, like a live meeting and just oh. to just stream this episode because it, it's just it, it's such a spectacle like a watch party. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. If you guys want, to, yeah. If anyone out there wants to do that, please let us know. We'd, we'd love to. Yeah. No, honestly, yeah. the everything about this is fantastic. I, I, man, I, there are so many little parts of this I didn't appreciate before. I've watched now, and even go back and watching the, the subtitles. The subtitles even make this better. Dude, the subtitles, um, man, this is one of the few times. Applause. Applause. So yeah, man, I got to give this. I, I, I got to give this thing like to me. It was so bad. It was good. It was like watching a really good um like b movie it was like i i gotta give this thing man i i've got to give it four i love new york bumper circus out of five it's so good and yet it was so bad you just have to go like man sure they can make an alligator out of this prime sure man whatever that works it works yeah. yeah they can have a turret as his arm with a cannon on man whatever that works that makes sense so then no notes this is perfect the way it is. No, this, no. this episode is one of those episodes that gives a lot of gets a lot of flack over the years. Yeah, I, I mean, I see why. I mean, honestly, I yeah. mean, I see like if you're going into this like wanting like a a like serious, serious like yeah. you know Transformers experience, this is not the episode for that. But like, it's just a like I'm gonna watch like this like like this like, this like, is oh. like this is season two in a nutshell. It's just why, why can't every episode be this? Like, dude, if every episode was this, I like, I like some God. of them are going to be like this, man. This is one Wait, of the like, oh, classic. What's, ne- weird... what's next? Yo, like, what, like... the desertion of the Dinobots one and two. Uh, okay, all right, Hold yeah, on. um, yeah, um, uh, but yeah, I'm not gonna ruin anything there, so uh, yeah, let me go there at this point, guys. If you like it, you know, uh, check out the Discord link, will be in the show notes. Email more than me, these guys at Gmail or at hastramstorms at gmail.com. And uh, come hang out with us, talk with us. We usually like we have a bunch of people in the Discord who like constantly add, yeah, add stuff. We have good, a lot of good things going on. Um, you know, Boo from the Axel Underground is in there, he does a lot as well. We do a lot of uh, extra things from the uh, the creation of the episodes. There's a lot been a lot of uh, storyboards from the original stuff, a lot of things posted, a lot of really cool little add ons. So, uh, I'm, I'm gonna leave it there. Um, anything to cut it, take us out with this? I no, I I was I, I came into this episode kind of flat-footed, and uh, I didn't I didn't look up any uh 
in okay. quotes again again this time this is twice in a row so uh, i will just reiterate what i said last week which is go play warhammer forty thousand. <laughs> get yourself some shooters or, re- or yeah yeah build some build some slugger boys uh, on a on a truck pruk uh <laughs> or you know what read the horse heresy read um read eisenhorn read uh i don't know uh watch the uh watch the space marine uh animation on youtube it's good oh really i didn't check that out uh if you, have, if you want to listen to some really good audiobooks the guy doing the uh the, the readings for the horse heresy it's fantastic he does a great job one of my, his favorite my favorite voice on there is him doing uh garville logan who does the anime uh, the uh reading is that um I'll I'll figure it out. I, I I know that I've heard the name. I can reiterate the name. I can't think of who it is. It's not no one really like famous, but he mm. does such a good job. Especially when I, he I, like, I have listened to those. Um, yeah, I have listened to those in the past, and they they are very good. I've actually listened to those. I've I've read that. I think I've read that those first three. The first because the first three are like the, are the are the best yeah. ones, and they're yeah. it, it makes a it makes a really like an almost self contained little little trilogy. And um, the, uh, the yeah the, the first three are very good. Um, they're all three written by three different writers, which were kind yeah. of the three. Dan Abnett does the first one. Dan Abnett, Dan Abnett does the first one. I think Ben Counter does uh, one, and Graham McNeil I think does the third one. Um, uh, Graham McNeil is I think the, the second one. I don't know. I'll look then it's, it's Graham McNeil and then Ben Counter then. Um, yeah. Uh, but uh, Dan Abnett is is the, the, the you know the best writer working for Games Workshop and. Um, uh, you know anything that he does is very good um yeah, he, he, did the, uh, he did the eisenhorn and the ravener books and those are both very those are really those are like really those are the best warhammer books um uh he did a really good series on uh the imperial guard who are kind of like the army um yeah. and uh it's it just kind of follows this uh this one regiment of uh they, they gradually get whittled down over the you know to, to the point where it's basically just like a squad like a you know like a leader in a squad and you know they're kind of the adventures he's, they, they get into very good uh they're basically if you're familiar with the sharp books um uh like sharps tigers and sharps uh whatever that bernard cornwell um uh, they're basically like these Napoleonic uh, novels. Uh, they're kind of like they're kind of like those um, like Master and Commander books, mm-hmm. uh, but set with like the army instead of the navy. Uh, they're basically those set in the Warhammer world. Is the best the, way. The um, the horse heresy books, the uh, squads, they all work together and stuff. The um, you can think of the uh, the the little fraternity, the uh, the leaders uh, have the. Um, anyways, it kind of reminds me of uh, if people like the uh, Clone Wars cartoon, following the the the, uh, the squad around. How they kind of seem uh, to yeah yeah the morn of all is what they're called morn of all yeah. yes thank you the morn of all um, they, they advise a uh, horse so yeah, yeah. Uh, fantastic anyways we go off on a tangent here so uh guys uh thanks for listening today um and uh if he has a quote i'll leave you this look at the episode think of frenzy driving a subway car and that's how i'll end it y'all have a fantastic week thanks so much for being here take it easy roll out
More Than Meets These Guys is performed by Evan Johns and Ed Strickland. Research is performed by Evan Johns, Ed Strickland, and with special research done by Boo of the AxelonUnderground.net. All used images in the videos are property of Sunbow, Hasbro, Paramount, or Marvel. And as always, thank you so much for tuning in every week with us. We appreciate it.